0: Jonesy this podcast had it all three racing states and we went even went international yeah that's what we're doing now uh I think a podcast of
1: this caliber should transcend jurisdictions and mm. we're talking about the Kentucky derby yeah and um just how much of a phenomenal occasion it is and the turnover the t- <laughs> my God the turnover is phenomenal, but it also <laughs> I, I think it. <laughs> Shown a little light on the uh, on the turnover that we have on our greatest race here in Australia. But uh, more on that during the podcast.
0: Yeah, I would have thought so. And if you're going to turn some over this weekend, where would you do something like that?
1: I think you're going to turn some over with Team Orange and that's the good people at Ned's. Look, the Winter Carnival's heating up. We're on the back end of the Adelaide Carnival. Thank God some would say. <laughs> um, so open up your Ned's app and gamble responsibly in there. Um, check us out on our profiles. You can follow us in on a few bets if you like. But if you don't want to, that's fine too. But I'll tell you what, everything you could possibly do on the NEDS app is what you want to do. Get weird and exotic forest Drifters.
0: Absolutely. And i uh, tell you what, some of the Drifters are following in what we've posted or what I've posted, um, those three-leg multis and two-leg multis for the yep. Queensland Derby and the Cox Plate. And there was another one there, the broke as well. So a couple of drifters have um, following our coattails and, you know, it's good to have a long, long-term long play. You've pulled it off before.
1: Yes. No reason why it can't happen again.
0: Absolutely. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. dot Bye. mate they said it couldn't be done but we've made it
1: yeah we've it's made a it genuine milestone
0: to double figures who would have thought not me <laughs> <laughs> thanks for sticking with us guys and if this is your first episode thanks for joining but um yeah 10th episode of the polo punk club podcast who would have thought Mate, it's it's gone very quickly and it's been really enjoyable yeah, it has. I've underestimated how much fun I would have. And yeah, I feel like I'm learning a lot while I'm doing it too. So, alrighty, mate. Let's get stuck in as we always do because this is our- We're back to regularly scheduled programming now.
1: Yeah. The bonus was fun. Um, it was,
0: but let's be honest. It's yeah, the this, valley, is, mate.
1: this is the main course.
0: It is. It is. There's Group <laughs> 1 racing right across Australia this weekend. So, let's get stuck in, mate, as we always do. Horses that caught your eye, who starts off, kicks off.
1: Mate, one that um, came out of the blocks really slow, but geez, came home strong, um, bound to win. It was in the first race, uh, the one where Ethere won. Um, and obviously, I wasn't on a Theory, even though I'm back to like last three starts. <laughs> uh, from about 800 out, it had the best sectionals in the race and its jump out was atrocious. So, Did it
0: jump out slow with Grand Piano and the other thing? Yep. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, so it's nommed for the Golden Eagle.
0: Oh, crikey!
1: But yeah, it's it's. Um, I th- I think definitely one to watch in its next race. Um, obviously, follow the market. But uh, ran really impressive sectionals. So hopefully, it gets out a, it gets a better jump out next time and goes from there.
0: Nice. Yeah. Now I've kept it really simple this week. I went Probabil. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't she outstanding? Oh, outstanding. You know great, what? I, great pick. You know what I should have done? Is just have one bet all weekend on her. Yes.
1: She was unbelievable.
0: Same. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Um, yeah, I wish. Yeah, I wish I'd done a little bit more research on her path because she's going to the Epsom. So, and Kieran McAvoy has jumped off imaging. He has the choice between imaging and Probabil. He's gone Probabil. So, oh, don't blame him. So, I reckon that could very well, well, how long is the Epsom away? Maybe a couple of weeks. That's your Quinella right there calling it now.
1: Okay. Let's uh, let's dig, dig that up, that audio file up and just play it on the loop.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nostradamus.
1: <laughs> uh, who else, mate? Uh, fashino race five in in Caulfield. Um, that's the race where uh, Craig Williams got Fabric home, which was a, a cracking ride, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um It was running really similar to Fabric and just couldn't get a run. and got got blocked in. Um, But I think if it had a similar uh, pattern and um, found a way through, I think it would have really challenged Fabric. So, Fistino for mine, one to watch.
0: Nice. Mate, this syndicate has Behemoth and it also has It's Me, who is another one that caught my eye.
1: That's the, the last horse for mine.
0: She, mate, isn't she an absolute star? She's a. It was a, another highway, but she's she ran because I brought her up as one of mine to um, watch out of the highway that she ran last time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, many, a, so many, so well, many blue stakes. Whoo. Um, but. Yeah, that was the day that she ran quicker time than Dame Giselle. Um, she absolutely exploded to win by 3 over the 1000. Yep. she did the same thing here. She is an absolute star.
1: She's favorite for the Cozy Osco, deservedly so. But I think she's a she's a Group 1 horse.
0: Uh in waiting, absolutely. Yeah. Um so yeah, credit to <laughs> Grand Syndicates because they had Behemoth and this thing. So they bought Behemoth for 6 grand. They bought her <laughs> for 50. She would have got that oh. back in highway money alone. <laughs> yeah, just chump change. So, yeah, they have... Because Kosciuszko and Everest, same day, they have two runners in the features. Oh, you love to see it. On Derby Day. You so, love to see it. That's why. Uh, not Derby Day, actually. Sorry. Um, think Golden Eagle. Uh, it's uh, Caulfield Cup Day.
1: It is. Cool. Um, honorable mention to Star of the Seas for mine, who ran mm. in the Super Clark. Uh, ran a really good race.
0: Yeah, him and Imaging had a couple of days in the paddock this week as well. Just to oh, okay, uh, cool. come back a little bit refreshed. But, um, yeah, man, I think that's basically covered it. I had Wild Ruler, another another one who was in the Nature Strip trial when he uh, he got uh, offloaded yeah. J-Max. So, yeah. he was in that one running behind the Bettini under a nice hold. So, um, yeah, I think he can run a nice race for us this weekend. All righty, mate. As we do after the horses that caught our eye, our polo recipient uh, segment. Do you want to give us a quick refresher?
1: Real quick, um, Polo Punk Club has tiers of polos. We think there's some, tier, there's some polos that are just better than others. Uh, navy and white are your best. Navy and grey, sorry, are your best. <laughs> <laughs> white, black, your middle. Uh, and then orange and, your, and the dreaded purple uh, are the worst. So we, we give out a, a polo that we thinks good to someone who's been good or something that's been good throughout the week and then – Work
0: our way down from there. Not necessarily horse racing, but anything in general that catches our eye. All right, mate, kick us off. Top uh, tier.
1: Top tier for me is Colding and Chris Waller. Uh, love that horse and uh, piss off at Chris Waller. <laughs> mate, he's just going to have a wardrobe of Navy polo suit. He's, he's outstanding. Um, and it, look, more, more so Colding because it's just good to see him. We, I think we said on the podcast last week, You know, if he runs a good race here, he'll have a great spring. Well, he won. So, um, fantastic win in the George Main. Great to see him back to his best.
0: Yeah, can't argue with that, mate. I have Les Bridge, trainer of Classic Legend on top. So, don't know if you saw his post-race interview. No, I didn't. He basically called everyone a mug that didn't didn't back him as an expert. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I honestly- Yeah, it was so good. And honorable mention, because Kieran McAvoy, that race was his 2000th winner as a jock.
1: Yeah, I did see that.
0: And did you see what I sent you during the week? Obviously, you did. But they took a photo in the jockeys rooms of uh, him with 2000 winners and all the jockeys in their silks. And there's a little nipper in the background, Nash. (laughs) Raw Willer just had a dart hanging out his mouth.
1: <laughs> Which is funny because we literally made a joke last week as well on the podcast about um, jockeys smoking darts back in the old days before the race. And you said, mate, there's still some old school jockeys smoking before and after the race. I was like, maybe. <laughs> nah, shout out, mate. Yeah, you, you drown those winnie blues.
0: Mate, it was great to see. It was great to see. righty, mate. Who's who's got a middle tier this week? Uh,
1: middle tier for me is is um, the fact that it's finals footy. Uh, obviously, the AFL's um, finished its regular season. This weekend's the last se- uh, regular season round for NRL. Um, middle tier, obviously, finals footy is awesome. But middle tier because I'm really nervous for the Lions when they verse the Tigers. Yeah. Um, and just I just hope they win and I'm nervous about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of one of those things this year, isn't it? It's like there's always going to be an asterisk beside the team oh, that yeah. win. So you know, it's not they're a young side, mate, it's not the be all and end all if they don't get the chockies this year, but yeah, fingers crossed. And to be honest, a lot's gone wrong for Richmond this year. So it really has. Yeah, I don't know. Sit, fingers crossed, anyway, mate. I have another one of these ones where it's a uh, multi. Um, is my middle tier, so I have a really good one and a really bad one. Okay. So the good one, six mates, chucking a dollar in each week during the NFL season for the last five years. Oh, I've seen this. They turned six bucks into over two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Isn't that outstanding? Uh, you love to see it. Six bucks. Crazy. And we're sticking on American sport because there's a real bad one. Not sure if you've seen this. Not sure. Okay. Tab.com.au on Twitter. Bed of note, $228,733 at $1.38 on the Lakers to defeat Denver in game three. Oh, no. Update on bed of note. The tab customer in question has cashed out for ninety-seven thousand dollars, so they've seen the writing on the wall at halftime. Denver's up by um, ten at halftime. They cash out for less than half their stake. Yep. They've just taken another bet. So this punter has lobbed the ninety-seven grand on Denver. Just. Re- uh, to keep that margin. So, to win by 10 by the end of the game at nine, negative 9.5 on the line. At $3.30 to basically get yeah. everything back and a little bit more. You won't believe what happens here. Garbage time. Alex Caruso had the ball with four seconds left. No one's playing defense. He literally walks to the basket and gets a layup with one second left. To make sure... That Denver wins by eight instead of ten. Oh. Is that not cruel?
1: It's made us cruel. But That's who's dumb. this? Who's this punter putting two hundred grand on a two-horse race? I know.
0: Oh. I'd do that. Well, I wouldn't. But I would do that. Say against the Broncos, <laughs> <laughs> whoever they're playing. Well, they're
1: playing the Cowboys tonight, mate. and Genuine spoon bowl, that. That is genuine spoon bowl. I've
0: tipped the Cowboys. <laughs> but yeah, how sick is that?
1: That is unreal.
0: <laughs> I love how these there's like the yin and the yang with these good punting stories because there's always a shocker right oh, around the corner.
1: That's, that's punting. Yeah. No, you, you're right.
0: Alrighty. Bottom tier, mate.
1: <laughs> oh, my bottom tier is Adam Hieronymus. Um, so... After eighteen months of pleading not guilty to depending on races he wasn't featured in, um, he's he's changed his mind this week uh, and is now pleading guilty. Um, and then, but he's still pleading not guilty to betting on horses that he's actually running on. Mm. Um, so that's obviously the big juicy one. But
0: uh, yeah, mate, just
1: just don't do it. Like it's just silly. Yeah. Um, good that he won shout the bar on shout the bar for us. That was his yeah uh, first group one win.
0: Only thing. He's done. For so my-
1: thanks for that, Adam. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to give a dishonorable mention to Liar, uh, who was an absolute flop, uh, real flaccid type. Um, on the weekend, she was my BB of the day. Yeah. She wasn't as deserved BB. She was so under the odds. <laughs> it's a dishonorable mention.
0: She has to have life now, doesn't she? Uh, yeah, has to. Has to. Has to. Because I remember the first time you backed her, she was like 30 or 40 to one and she won quite convincingly. But surely that's evened out now. <laughs> oh god, yeah. 100 percent it has. Oh, <laughs> uh, you hate to see it. All right. I've I have a quick I have a little quick one. So I have two actually. So the first one, Rob Waterhouse. Bottom tier. So, I'm sticking on the Waterhouse family this week. (laughs) Okay. Did you see what he blamed um, the Hugh Bowman slash Farnan debacle? Actually, no, I haven't seen this. He blamed Darren Flindell's call. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not ridiculous? Oh, mate. Some Some Waterhouses, they're just nuts. Honestly, he was like, oh, yeah, he was just saying like, oh, you know, he's- yeah, Bowman's really riding him strong, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, he was just calling the race as he saw it. Like, he has 50 seconds to call the race. Don't have a
1: guy, at Mr. Flindell.
0: Man, he's, he's the best tonsils in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Him and Rabs, I reckon. Yeah,
1: him and Rabs go head to head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, yeah. And the other one. Um, <laughs> so, Luna Enright. So... Geelong cats, um friends like friends and family watching uh the Geelong game last week. So 19 seconds left. Little Luna, who's probably oh, no older than two years old. They're all watching in this like little space. She goes up to the TV and changes the channel. (laughs) (laughs) Where Geelong, if they lose or draw that. Um, they had to fly up to Perth to play the Eagles. And if they won, they secure a top four spot. And <laughs> yeah, little Luna, no idea what she's doing, just changed the channel. <laughs> so, yeah, she gets a purple polo this week. <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: Luna, never again, all right?
0: Never again. All righty, mate, let's get stuck in to the meeting preview of Sydney. Why not? Unbelievably, the highway kicks us off. Yeah, it's usually second. Yeah, it is. Um, Fifteen hundred meters this time as well, so they're stepping it up. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts, I mate? Mean, oh, I'm, I'm
1: not, I'm not too keen. Nah, I'm not too keen. But if I was to pick one, uh, I'd go for uh, number eight temple, temple one. Uh, look, it, it, it's got decent form um, heading into this race, uh, but it, look for my, for mine. Um, I, I don't want to really play in the highway. I just don't. Mm. It's it's coming out of a wide barrier. That's a concern, uh, but it's running light. Apprentice on the back. Yeah, we'll see how we go, punters. I'll f- I'll find out for seven bucks.
0: Yeah, no, can't blame you there, mate. I've just seen my selection has been pumped in from twenty six dollars to fourteen. So, oh right, uh, could actually be onto something here. Um, number thirteen, some deal. Um, look. I'm not a form student of Gun- Gundagai. Gundagai. But I really... I had a, I was having a look through, watching the replays of all the different races. Saw that this girl's won at 1600. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll have a look at her first up run. She zoomed home in the last 50. She was going nowhere up until then. <laughs> so, I think she'll improve with the run under her belt. Um, can definitely find out at the price. So happy for her to be on top. Cool, cool. All righty, mate. Race two.
1: Mate, again, not super keen, but if I was going to put a horse on top, it'd be number five, Attorney. Uh, Drawn to do absolutely no work in this. Uh, third up form uh, is not that great. However, its last two runs have been pretty solid, uh, finishing second and fourth. Uh, not only that, he's 50% of the distance with one win from two starts. Uh, and I think if we get a, a good track, he'll, he'll be okay. So, yeah, uh, again, yeah, attorney, but oh, not, not too keen to play in this.
0: No, a bit of a yuck race, this one. I had attorney as one of the winning chances, but I went exemplar. Um, bit of a different form line from Sydney. Um, so, he's come up from Melbourne for this race. Um, has form around Persan and Chabel. Surely that's good enough here. Um, should jump to the front where there's not a hell of a lot of speed in. It will be a sit and sprint. He's done it before this prep, so why not? Cool. All righty, mate. Third race on the cards, 1,900 metre, benchmark 88 handicap. Thoughts? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm on number 14. She's ideal. Um,
1: just to <laughs> miss out last start, was heavily backed, uh, but happy to go again. Uh, This time, um, we should sit pretty nicely in the midfield just behind uh, Yonkers, which I think is one of the winning chances. Uh, But she's got a nice turn of foot. Um, So I'm happy to have her on top. Um, You know, form reads well, distance, drops weight, so on and so
0: forth. Bang. No, it's a good case. Yeah. Opting, I think there's a bit of speed in this race. Um, thought of that comes up from uh, Caulfield and he was um, dual accepted, but he's confirmed that he's going to Sydney. So, he will make... He knows no other way. He'll go out in front and grind away. Fun fact, we'll join him and, and Tante from that sticky barrier will uh, go lob out there as well. So, I... I'm going back to the well here and I was super keen on this bloke last time and he ble- bloody better get the chocolates here. <laughs> or else. Or else. <laughs> or else he gets life. Um, number 11, Yonkers. Um, drawn much better this time. Um, actually, pretty similar. But, no, nah, he shouldn't get so far back. Use the barrier, please. Um, <laughs> just be just back from midfield is all you need to be. Uh Apprentice on board, which I think when I was doing the form, there wasn't any acceptances from the jocks yet. So, look, he drops uh, drops a stack of weight, actually, from that contest. So, drops about, I reckon, six kilos or so. So, I reckon that's, that's a big tick for me. <laughs> um, yeah, he's been looking for this distance. He got way too far back last time. Hopefully, he'll see it closer. There's a bit of speed in it anyway. So, if he does get back, hopefully, he'll, he'll be able to run on. Yeah, all good, man. righty. The gloaming, 1,800 metres, group three, mates. Thoughts?
1: Uh, man, I'm happy to go with a favourite in this, the unbeaten number three, Love Tap. Uh, last three runs have all been uh, really good. Um, obviously, not in Rose Hill or, or Randwick or the likes of, but... Um, I think from the barrier, I should sit just behind the leaders uh, and has some good closing sectionals. So hoping it, it um, doesn't run into any trouble and, and peels out and, and kicks. I love tap. Great name too. Great
0: name. Uh, yeah. Uh, looks hard to beat. Winning forms, good form. Um, two horses in this race have Moanga form. That is the two, Easy Camp Easy great name And uh, the six lions raw I
1: did like number six as well
0: well mate it's an omen bet you have to back it lions raw as a Lions supporter that's so true I've got him on top um, big he looks a big horse and he looks a big grinder which um, he he reminds me a bit of Finch <laughs> Finch is an enormous horse he is and I've I'm only looking from like the vision that I've seen, it'd be interesting to see him in the mounting yard to see actually how big he is. But last start at Kembla, he he looks like it looked like in the straight they were going to run past him several times, but he kept grinding away and just just in the end he put two lengths on him. Um, I think the eighteen hundred meters here is no absolutely no issue. Um, I reckon he'll eat it up and it. Well, he was sevens, so he's now into five fifty. Um, I still. Want to have a play at that price? Yeah, mate. Fair enough. Cool. righty, mate. So, what are we up to? Race five, the Heritage Stakes, eleven hundred meter listed race for three year olds. What mate, do you reckon?
1: I do. I do really like number one Wild Ruler in this. I do. However, I want to take him on um, with the number fourteen Pazienza, which is currently paying thirty four dollars. Uh, it was the favourite last start and it was disappointing and Cam LaGrange ran third. Uh, but I still liked what I saw from it. Um, it won its trial before that in Randwick. Um, and in that race, in that trial was uh, Skedaddle and, and Newsreader, which are both decent horses. Mm. Um, I think from that barrier, this filly um, shouldn't find too much trouble. Hopefully it sort of settles, um, you know, uh, uh, towards the front. It doesn't have to do too much work. Um, needs a bit of luck. But needs a bit of luck. Getting a price. Yeah, and at that price, it's got it's got nice closing sectionals. I'll, I'm going to take on Wild Ruler. Why not?
0: Yeah. Uh, mate, didn't even see that horse, but it's f- only win one over a 1,000 by six lengths, so I always love seeing that. So, yeah, that was, um, that was one
1: other thing I've got to mention that is in my notes. Yeah. Classic.
0: No, um, yeah, definitely not um, burying the lead here. Wild Ruler is, I look, I reckon it's a cracking bet this weekend. Roth Fire form is good form, mate, isn't it? Uh, his jump outs have been outstanding, um, which they they never tell the full story. But I think he's fl- low flying. I reckon he can win. Alrighty, punters, we'll take a quick break, but we'll be back with the quaddie next. And mate, we're back. We're back. We're back. righty. first leg of the Quaddy. the Shannon Stakes, Shannon Knoll Stakes. Yep, yeah, that's what I thought. Group mm. two, 1,500 meters. What yeah, do you? What yeah. do you reckon? Look, this is a,
1: this was a tough one because I, I, I thought there was some good horses that the race isn't suited to, like your number one tie zone. I think tie zone's are a, are a cracking horse, but um, not suited in this. I'm with number 13, Just Thinking. Uh, Ran well last start. but was absolutely blitzed by Rock in in Newcastle. He was just too strong in that. I think from the barrier, Timmy Clark should be able to get a nice leading position. Um, Should be able to kick it home. So, happy to be with Just Thinking.
0: Unbelievably with Rock in that race, side note, um, he ran the exact same time in that race because he won it the year before. He ran the exact same time in that race last year and this year. Oh, no way. Yeah. Weird, that isn't it? That is very weird. Um, yeah. That aside, um, I didn't mind the look of I Am Superman here. He was nommed for the one of the group ones uh, last week, which I cannot remember the name of. Um, he was an emergency, didn't, didn't get into the field. Um, I think, yeah, his first up run was super. I think his comeback, probably the best he's ever come back. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think he's had four weeks between runs, but looking at his fresh profile, I think that actually suits the horse. So, I think he's one that can run a really nice race here. Um, The one that I'm going to chuck into my exotics, and if she wins, I'll be filthy, Mm. is the eight Scarlet Dream. Yep, fair enough. Like, four runs first up, four seconds. Um, Her first up run, last prep, at Caulfield was unbelievable, um, but she has not won for ninety six weeks. Done nothing since that second. No, and I've de- I definitely backed her a couple of times after that. So oh, yeah, yeah. Look, she could. That is that is a genuine like throw at the stumps, but you know to get some genuine juice in your exotics, she could be she could one be one that features. Alrighty, mate. So. Apologies because my internet. Obviously, we're going to skip the feature. We're going to do a deep dive on that. So, race eight on the card it's the Golden Pendant. Group two, three year olds, Philly's mares. What are your thoughts? Uh, look,
1: a lot of these horses came out of the Shirako Stakes a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and the trifecta in that race was number two, Horbury on her, number seven, Generals, and number eight, Seasons. And I can see the, the same sort of trifecta happening uh, in this. Uh, Hawpery on her looks to be a really decent uh, horse. She's, um, she's going for a hat trick. Second up form is good. 1400 metre form is good. Uh, dry track form is good. I think she'll be really hard to beat. Um, she's got a wide barrier here, but she did last start and had no issues. So I'm, I'm happy for her to be on top.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've got a couple of runners this weekend. I'm just a bit mindful of their toe runs. I've got Very Elegant in my mind. Yep. Where Very Elegant started her run about 600 from home. Hawberry on her was about three wide the trip on a hot speed. She was far too strong, but could she have a bit of a flat one here? I think so. Yeah, Um, fair. But I do concede she's the one to beat. I think Seasons is a cracking shout in this race as well. Um, she has been pretty luckless um, this prep, so I think she's she's one of the dangers. The one at a huge price, which um, this is another one that I'm going to chuck into my exotics, and I've done it once before and it just missed for me, is number 12, Akari, at 50 to 1. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeez, that is a Joe Exotic, isn't it?
0: It is. Um I'll tell a story for you. Um, so Go on then. I think this girl, she has form around Ruby Saki. Now-
1: I just melted at the
0: thought of Ruby Saki. <laughs> she, she raced against her twice last prep. She was within a, one and a half lengths of her both times. She usually takes a run or so to get into her preparation now. I think she can run a sneaky race here, so um, you know, at, at that price, I am gonna, I am gonna chuck her in. Yeah, um, why I not?
1: um, yeah, I can't argue with that. I'll yeah. um, I'll be keeping an eye on number three, positive piece, number nine, Adelong, who were uh, they're in the Shuarco Stakes, but um, finished about midfield, both decent horses. Yeah, um, hoping to see some improvement.
0: Yeah, no, it's a bit of a tough race that, but you know, it could be one of those ones where you. Take Hortbree on her, one out in the quaddy and then you have another la- another quaddy where you take four or five of them. Yeah. Just in case she gets rolled. Cool. All righty, mate. The get-out stakes. What are your thoughts? Oh, look, I'm with number five,
1: Master Crusader, the clear favorite. He, he's he been pumped in and, and been red-hot favorite. Both starts this prep, uh, Gallant in Defeat. Both times, I think this race, this race is suitable for him, and I, th- I think he's due. Um, the concern is jumping up about th- was three hundred meters. I think he's gone eleven hundred meters up to fourteen hundred from memory. Yep, um, but I think I think he's due. I'm
0: going to back him. No, nah, I think if he doesn't win this, mate, I'm, I won't back him again. Um, purple sector needs further. Bottega is one of my boys. I love that horse, but he needs further. He's better out to 2,000. Uh, Prime Candidate was pretty average last week. Prime Um, Candidate
1: I backed last week was bang average.
0: So, yeah. Mask Crusader, mate. Nothing more to add. He'll be winning this. Um, Cool. All righty, mate. So, it's about that time where we get stuck in to the feature. So, you know what I love to do, mate. I just love throwing stats your way, mate. Really keen to
1: see the uh, statistics around the Golden right.
0: Rose. Previous winners: Tass, the Autumn Sun, <laughs> <laughs> Trapeze Artist. Oh, great horse! Kraken horse. Astern and Biv won last year. Big fella, Biv with yes, 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 running second, and Exceedance running third. So oh, you have Everest winner. And then the Coolmore winner.
1: Jeez, isn't that just a, um, a telltale of, oh. of the, the quality of the
0: Golden Rose? Mate, you had um, the JJ Atkins winner, um, forgetting his name, thing that won Prince Farwas. Yes. And you had CV Castelvecchio running in that race too. Oh, it's another cracking horse. Second in a Cox Plate, crikey. <laughs> Righty, 1978. So, it's actually a lot younger than I thought it was. And it's only been a group once since 2009. Oh. Yeah. I thought it it must have been like a time on a race, but no. Clearly not. That's fine. (laughs) I don't care. Um, (laughs) It's the second- I didn't know this. The second leg of the Golden Slam. So- And I didn't even put this together in my head. So, the Golden Slipper is a two-year-old. The Golden Rose is a three-year-old. And the Golden Eagle is a four-year-old. And if you win- (laughs) I think if you win all three, you get a $5 million bonus. Oh, jeez. But- That'd be nice. How many slipper winners go on with it, mate? Oh, it's, it's a rarity. It is a, it is a rarity. Um, there's only been one filly that has beat the boys since 2003. Uh, and seven out of 11 winners won their last start. It's no filly in this field. There's, what, one gelding. Yeah. and Which is just a big fella eight Colts, <laughs> which is great to see. All right, mate. I feel like we're going to be on the same runner here, but what are your thoughts? Oh, I am all over like a rash. Uh, the Queenslander
1: number one, Rothfire. Um, oh, he was awesome, awesome last start. Uh, I think he will be on fire in this race. Um, he's drawn wide, but who cares? No. He's he's showing he's, he's got um, genuine speed. His jump out is elite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a very, very impressive three-year-old. And, um, yeah, Robbie Heathcote will play it down, but I think I think he's a genuine, genuine horse.
0: Yeah, mate. Um, on top for me as well, um, Wayne Hawke's... During the week, gave a massive push for Ole Kirk and North Pacific. Um, I'm more keen on Ole Kirk in the Caulfield Guineas. Um, Fair. He's going there. Sydney Colt, he'll measure up pretty well there, I think. North Pacific's the danger for me. Um, He was a bit flat last start, but he went from 1,300 down to 1,200. So, Mm. entitled to be. I reckon this has been his grand final the entire time. So, if it's if Rothfire doesn't win this, I think North Pacific will. But I don't think he'll lose this. Rothfire, I think he'll be the winner. Nah. So I have Rothfire on top, North Pacific running second, and Oli Kirk running third. Yeah, look, I have Rothfire on top, um,
1: Oli Kirk running second, and then North Pacific running third.
0: Perfect. So yeah, pretty pretty similar there. righty, mate. So let's. Let's go. Let's travel down south. Let's go to Melbourne, and you know some people might not like that, mate. But we're going to do it anyway because of restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> the Underwood usually run on a Sunday because it's usually Grand Final weekend this weekend, so they don't like to have the races on the same day as uh, Grand Final day, which is bloody fair enough. What do you? Oh yeah. What am I doing? Okay. Yeah, where are the stats at? I mate? know. <laughs> All right, previous winners, Farlap. Heard of him? Yep. So you think Bone Crusher? Oh, yeah. Some good horses there. And last year's winner, mate, Blackheart Bart, at a hundred to one. Oh yeah, I do remember that. So we had Gadding a few weeks ago winning the Mackay Diva, and then you have Blackheart Bart, Blackheart Bart at a hundred to one. So last year was a tough year for picking Group Ones. It wasn't, really it? was, mate. Winks retired and then it's a bloody lottery. (laughs) Um, So, it's been a race since 1924, a group One since 1979. This is a pretty hectic start. Only two mares have won it since 1985. Okay. Yeah. Pretty hectic. Yeah, wow. And only two winners have finished worse than fourth in their lead-up run since 1997. Okay. So, you need to be there or thereabouts. I have a feeling I know where you're going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk to me.
1: Uh, number 10, Russian Camelot, the favourite. Uh, he was unreal in the Maccabi Diva, um, sitting, what, three or four wide of the trip and yep. um, nearly beat uh, arguably the best mile in the country Fierce impact. Um, so I am all over him like a rash in this. I think he's too good for the rest. Um, oh. Look, I... I think um, I think Humidor will run a really good race in this, mm. but I think Russian Camelot's way too good. Two dollars. Thanks for coming. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, Humidor's. Mate, he Damien Lane actually jumped off him, which I thought was interesting. He's gone to Mister Quickie, um, so he had the choice and he chose Mister Quickie. Uh, but you get it's funny you say that. You get a uh, you get Craig Williams on, so you don't really lose anything, and he he improves. Into his prep as well. It's just yeah, I I think he fluked at Humidor, So um, oh, don't no do th- the big fella so dirty. <laughs> as I said, with um, Horbury on her, I have a bit of that with Brush and Camelot here. Ooh, and that is a that is a massive call. That's a D on the table type. Yeah, and D in the table even. <laughs> He's but mate, he was four wide the trip there. Um, and I don't know if he's just had too much of a gut buster. And I don't know, he's he's this isn't this is not his grand final. The Cox plate is not, and um, bigger targets than mine. I think they want a bit more tempo in this race. Which look, you have Galo Chop and Trap for Fools going out in front. But there's not over hell of a lot there. So is he going to get stuck wide again from that gate? Can he? Can he sit four, three or four wide? A two runs in a row, and he jumps up from a mile to eighteen hundred here. I think he can. Yeah,
1: I think he can. He's uh, his, his turn of foot is elite. I think I. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm confident.
0: Yeah, but I, I'm scarred from VE last week.
1: Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but just, just don't, don't have that in your mind too much, <laughs> because now you're making me
0: nervous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, I mean, I'm confident. Right? I yeah,
0: I, I think he'll be, he's deserved favourite. Um, but I've, I've, I don't think I've actually ever backed him, and um, I just want to catch him probably for the Cox Plate. The other runner I've never backed, and I've been pretty harsh on her. Yeah. I've got her on top here. Do you? Arcadia Queen. Ooh. I just... I'm looking at these others. They're head and shoulders above this lot. She... The last time she ran at 1800 metres, that was the second rated race behind Winx that year. And they've been... They targeted her towards a Golden Eagle. So, she was ran an Everest Golden Eagle last year. She wasn't... She's never... She's beyond a mile horse. She's like a Cox Plate trip, two thousand meter horse. So I think, yeah, she's getting back out to those middle distance ranges, which I think suits her far more. You saw it, it even the fourteen hundred last week, a uh, couple of weeks ago. Just she was looking for more ground. Pretty brazen beater that day. Came out placed in the um, what do you call it? Whatever that Group One was, Sir Rupert or George Main, either one. Okay. Uh, Sir Rupert Clark. Yep. So, uh, the form's been franked. Um, if she doesn't win this, then I'm off for life. But, um, yeah. <laughs> all or nothing. All or nothing. The one time, hopefully I'll catch her.
1: Oh, mate. All the best. Um, I don't have her in my trifecta. Okay. I've got Russian, obviously, on top. Misty Quickie second. Then Humidor. Flash and Humidor running third. Crikey. It'd be well
0: paying. Yeah. Yeah. May if you got second favourite not in there why not um, so I've got Arcadia Queen on top I've Russian Camelot running second I think it's between those two the one that I think will drift on the day and is well above his true odds of winning is number seven the chosen one um, yeah I wait for age is the concern but he was he was massive first up beating Django Friedman um, yeah, I think he's drawn to do no work, sit behind the speed. Might not be a bad position to be. There's not much speed in this race. He looks to have the upside. Murray Baker's won this race five times. Oh, really? Yeah. So, And he said that this horse can win. So, yeah, he's one that's definitely going to my trifecta. Fair All right. enough. Thanks, mate. Well, I think I feel good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Was that like a big dirty secret that you didn't want to get out in the open?
0: No, no, no. I just feel good. I feel like we've got the races covered this week.
1: Oh man, it's been it's it's been you know slick.
0: Yeah, mate, slick I, Rick for the tenth episode. Yeah, I feel like hopefully Touchwood get another best bet over the line this week. So that leads me imperfectly, mate, to the juicy stakes this week, where we lob our best bets of the weekend into a multi. We try and raise some money for Living Legends. We haven't got off the ground yet <laughs> <laughs> on 0 and 6, but 60 <laughs> bucks is in their wallet as we speak. So, hopefully, we can raise a bit more. Alrighty. So, let's kick it off with a roughie or a value bet. We're going to give you one from Sydney and in Melbourne. Let's kick off in Sydney first, mate. Who's your value? Um. Oh well, I've got a I've got a big roughy, um
1: as mentioned before in, in race five number fourteen Pazienza thirties at the
0: moment. Geez, have a have a play at that price? Why not? Why not, mate? Why not? Well, when I first did the form, it was at twenty six bucks in the highway number thirteen. Some deal. It's now four days. It's been pumped in. It's been pumped in, which probably means nothing. You'll get the same price on... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah mate, don't read too much into it. <laughs> last time this happened, mate, it missed the start by 12 legs. So, <laughs> and it was in the highway too. So, yeah, you know, it's got no hope.
1: Trust us. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> don't listen to anything we're saying now. We actually know what we're talking about. Uh,
0: do we? All right. Um, your roughy in Caulfield, mate. Oh, mate, I
1: don't really have a roughy in Caulfield. Couldn't, couldn't really find one. Okay. I'm going to be honest. All
0: right. That's fine. I love your honesty. Mm. Well, I'll give two then. The chosen one in the feature. I think he's above his odds of winning and I reckon you'll get better on the day. And I didn't mind the look of in the first leg of the quaddy, number five, Amish Boy, who ran behind Doubtland down the straight uh, at Flemington. Um, okay. He's at 20 bucks. And uh, yeah, I think he's well above his odds. All right, mate. Yeah, each way play of the day at in Sydney.
1: Uh, I've got uh, race six, first leg of the quaddie, number 13, Just Thinking. Um, at the time of riding and time of recording, I think it's about five and two. So, mm-hmm. um, I think it's a, a great horse and great shout in that race and uh, money back if it places.
0: Nice one. Uh, Sydney race five, number one, wild, wild Ruler for mine. I've been over this horse for a few weeks now, so no surprises there. Uh in Caulfield, mate. Um, race six, number two, Cherry
1: Tortoni. Um, we flagged it last start. Um, it's drawing well here, and it looks the goods. Um, I think it's paying about eight dollars at the moment.
0: My, Ooh, I think it's running tomorrow night.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I thought that might um, be a potential issue. Yeah. Um, well, t- disregard then. Back it t- back it tomorrow night instead, punters. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was pretty much the the only thing that I had. Um, Really, sort of green lighted for for an each way in Caulfield. So, why don't, why don't you talk me through yours, and I'll see yeah. see what else I got.
0: Yeah, mate, you'll you'll be able to find another oh, one. Of I'm course, sure of it. yeah, I I believe you have the class to do that. <laughs> um, I thought Caulfield race one number six way up in the sky. Mm. Um, has form around ribsaki as well. Um. Uh just needs to needs to take a bit of a run to get into her preparation where she peaks second up here. Um look, she's ran once at the distance, gets around uh sorry, once at the track gets around it. Um I think she can run a nice race for us at eight bucks.
1: Yep. Um so I actually do have one now that I'm looking at the form. I've I've highlighted it. Uh Race seven in Caulfield, number one, Let's Be Glam. Backed at last start um, on the straight, ran fourth. It was a nice enough race. Uh, second up form is proven. Um, it's 13 bucks at the moment, punters. So, I think that's a great each way price.
0: Jeez. Yeah. man, that's a stacked race, that. It is. The Thousand Guineas winner will be coming from this race for sure. Let's Be Glam, instant celebrity who I'm pretty keen on. Night Raid. Night Raid, Personal, who I'm super keen on as well, and Mozzie Monster on the backup. Cracking race. All righty, mate. It's what the people want. Who's your best?
1: My yes. best in Sydney? Um, oh, I can't go past the big fella. Number one, Rothfire in the feature. Um, Yeah, I, I think he's a sure thing. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No, he'll nah, be fine. He'll be
0: right. He'll be fine. Mate, I've put him in about three or four times. He better bloody run this week, but Mars Crusader in the last um, D-Day for him. If he doesn't win this, never again. Um, What about in Caulfield? Um, One of your phrases, mate. I'm going to go back to the well.
1: Um, Race five, number seven, Windstorm. Uh, Narrowly beaten last start, drew the uh, the car park. I think Pikey will uh, ride him... quieter in this um so i am happy to have windstorm as my bb there's there's something in there that's um an obvious danger though
0: well mate it's my best of the day buffalo river oh so we have another six pack on the line here
1: yeah fine
0: yeah that's fine um Obviously, we can't put that in our multi for Living Legends, so we'll have to do the two from Sydney, but that's fine. That's also fine. Buffalo River, mate, he, he was um, an emergency for the um, Sir Rupert Clark. They were super... Oh, he didn't even make the field, actually. Um, he was too far down. Uh, yeah, he looks... He'll jump to the front and uh, be awfully hard to run down. He'll give something for Windstorm to chase, but he... He, um, I think he's had six runs in Australia. He's won five of them. Um, if there's a bit of wet weather around in Melbourne as well, he he grows another leg there. I think it's between those two, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, happy to have him on top at the price. So, yeah, another six back on the line. Happy to. Happy to. All righty. Mate, another one in the books. Just so ten Double digits. How good. I reckon... We'll put, it, we'll put our feelers out to the lads, but I reckon we get someone else on next week as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know you guys are sick of looking at our mugs on YouTube and, and listening to us um, where you get your pods. So, man, that's so fair. It's Yeah, we're yeah. due. Yeah, do. I feel like.
0: And we said give us 10 episodes and we'll have a fairly smooth operation here, which we pretty much do. Mate,
1: we're cherry tortony
0: Tony ripe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it on that, mate. We'll leave it on that. Thanks for listening, punters. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. You can watch us on YouTube and you can listen to us wherever you listen. But yeah, until next week, good luck. All the best, punters.